Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Convocation. I am Kirsten Beachy, a member of the Convocation Committee, and I direct the EMU core curriculum. I'm excited to see lots of first-year students and others here today. And uh, the composer we just heard goes by the name Residente. He's Puerto Rican, and uh, we share his work in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month. Today, we will be hearing from Dr. Jacqueline Font Guzman, known as Jackie, and she serves as the inaugural Executive Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion in the President's Office. She is also a tenured professor at EMU's Center for Justice and Peacebuilding. If you read the Convo blurb before you came, you will know that Jackie has actively participated in the field of conflict, DEI, and peacebuilding studies through national and international conferences and workshops, and that she's conducted a wide variety of trainings and seminars in the field throughout the US, the Caribbean, Europe, and Latin America. As part of her international practice and experience, she has provided mediation, facilitation, and training services to organizations like the World Health Organization, the US Postal Service, and many others. If you went on and read her web biography, you will also know about her degrees in healthcare administration, law, and conflict analysis and resolution, and her many awards and honors. But what you may not know is that when she was a kid, she wanted to be an archaeologist so that she could study pyramids. She is a horseback rider and used to compete in Pasofino. To relax, she listens to music and she recommends that everyone read the novel 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. One of her proudest accomplishments was publishing her first book, and was that experiencing Puerto Rican citizenship and cultural nationalism? And she received the Puerto Rico Bar Association's 2015 Juridical Book of the Year Award for it. Very nice for a first book. In light of her impressive biography, what seems particularly important to note today is that last spring, Jackie chose to become part of us, the community of communities at EMU, right around the same time that many of the first-year students here made that same choice. Returning students may remember that when Jackie first arrived, she said hello to faculty, staff, and administrators, and then she said, wait your turn. I'm going to talk to the students. And um, part of that was while you were still on campus, but I think it's also because you wanted to talk to the students, didn't you? <laughs> And so you as students were the first to experience Jackie's wisdom and her listening ear. Now we're all here together, grateful for each other's presences and eager to hear what Jackie has to share after her spring and summer months of conversations in community. And Jackie will speak with us for about 20 minutes and then you'll have an opportunity to have some conversations amongst yourselves and then we'll have some questions and answers. So prepare your questions and welcome Jackie. Thank you.
Thank you so much for um, coming here. Um, like Kirsten say, usually when they introduce you, you have all of this um, accomplishments, but that's not really who you are. There's more your accomplishments and the things that you have worked hard um, to be where you're at. But really who I really am is someone that I, I, I want to be here with you. I want to be present. I'm engaged. I'm passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I'm passionate about it because I really, truly feel that everyone should have a place and, a, and it should be safe and it should be brave and everyone should belong because that's how we all together can thrive, can achieve our collective goals and, and learn from each other. So can you, next slide please. So I wanna share a little bit about the history of the DEI office that even though I started working on April 1st, and so it seems like a really short history. The reality is that honoring all of those students have made it possible for me to be standing here today is important. So it may seem like the office was only here, has been only here for six months since April 1st, but the reality is that there was a really amazing group of leaders and students. Um, some may be here, some may have graduated already. I know that some have graduated and they have left this legacy, which was advocating talking with the administration, sharing their stories about why they felt that this position was so important, how we could be better at living into our mission, how could we be better about really being a community of learners. And administration heard, and they decided to um, create this position. So um, I think it's important to acknowledge that, and also to remind all of you that you may feel like you're one individual and one student, but that you do have agency and that your voice on this campus actually matters and that your voice leads people to action and that when we get together and have conversations we can move agendas so i think that's something very important that i want you if you don't take anything else out of our conversation today to take that piece um, can you next please and so as as kirsten said when i started working here the first thing i really wanted to do was connect with students um, I already knew and had an idea that, that they had been instrumental in making this position available. And I also know that students are the heartbeat of an institution. Like we are here and everything that happens on a campus is because it should be for our students. And so as I started engaging in my listening sessions and talking to all of you, um, it weighed a lot, some of the stories I heard. Some of them were amazing um, in terms of things that were going on, your affinity groups, and all, all the activities and events and changes that you had many actually managed to pull off and others that you were still and continue to work towards. But I heard a lot, and I am a big, um, a big fan that, that we have to do something with what we listen, that conversations and dialogue and coming together are essential and actually are action but they're only action if we take what we hear and we do something with it. And what we do with it sometimes doesn't come as quickly as we would want it to be, but we certainly should have a big sense of responsibility with all the things that we hear. And so I heard, I heard the good things and I heard also the maybe not so good things, that there were some of you and many of you as students that did not quite feel like you really truly fully belonged at EMU, that we could do better um, that we had areas where our faculty needed development to be set up for success, that our faculty were amazing in content knowledge and that they really cared deeply about our students, 
So it wasn't that they were not good or nice, and the same with staff, or that they were not competent at their work, but there were certain skill sets that maybe were, we could do better at, like knowing how to have difficult conversations, like knowing what to do when an, an, an overt act of racism happens, and not knowing exactly how to proceed or, or have those conversations. And I heard all of that, and it weighed very heavily that some of you were not feeling that this is your home while you're here because that's what we're here for. And so I also invite you to think about the things you hear as you move our campus and our, and our, and our community towards a more inclusive and sense of belonging to own what you hear and have that sense of responsibility so that we can ensure it, so that we can all come together and make some changes. I've made it very clear that I am fully available. Many of you have seized the moment and have um, emailed me, have had conversations with many of you. Um, but feel free if you see me around campus, if you see me at lunch, if you want to go for coffee and, and talk. Uh, that, that's, I'm here. This is the, the role and the function of the DEI office is to be here for faculty, staff, and students. Um, so feel free to do that next, please. And some of the guiding principles that, that are leading the office was something, um, a, a strategic priority that, although it was said way before I came here, um, through a, a dialogue and conversation and facilitation processes that happened before my arrival, I was actually very pleasantly impressed by how this criteria that you're seeing actually fit and were aligned with a lot of the things that I was hearing from all of you as students and faculty and staff. Um, I was hearing that people wanted to have a higher sense of belonging, and this happens to be one of our strategic priorities. I was hearing that there was an interest in diversifying faculty and staff so that there were more people on campus that, that really represented our student body, and that's part of what is here. Um, I heard a lot of faculty development needs um, to set up our faculty for success, and that is also here. So I was really excited when I saw that whatever they were doing before I came, it was a really amazing process because it truly collected the feeling of our community. And so this is my guiding principle as I move forward because it's my understanding that this is what you've all decided that you want to set your priorities in. Now, how do we implement that and how do we do that? Um, we need to do that all of that together. So next. Some of the things I heard was also um, some tension about can we continue to be an Anabaptized Mennonite university and share our values and advance them and at the same time um, become more diverse across faith, across gender identity, across color, across every single possible category that we have constructed out there and instead of bringing us together has been separating us. Um, and my answer to that is a solid yes. And I would like for you to imagine yourself, is it possible, as you look at this slide here, with the EMU vision and vision on one side and the, um, our, what are our strategic priorities on the other side, to invite you to say, is it possible that we can advance our Christian discipleship and community and peace and be of service for and to others and at the same time advancing our DEI strategic priorities. And as I look at this and I put them together next to one next to another, um, you know, do you really actually have to be even a Christian to be able to advance what Christ meant? Love, peace, 
um, advancing, making change. I mean, he was quite the activist, right? Um, and he was quite the marginalized person at the time. And he kept on moving forward and he kept on doing what he needed to do, thinking about the benefit of the community and not of him as an individual and sacrificing to the ultimate, right, with life and, 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 a, and a transformation into another um, place. And I would, I would encourage you to think about that as we move forward in community and EMU, if we look at this two columns that I have there, they actually feed on each other. They actually make us stronger. They actually move us forward in an era where there's so much hatred and so much racism and so much polarization that if we can live into our vision and mission fully and fulfill our strategic priorities, that, that we will be there and that we can do this bringing two, the two of the things together. Um, can you, next one please? I think we're, yeah. So I would encourage you to think about that and I, and I think Kirsten you want to, and also be thinking about any questions that you may really want to seize the moment later. This will not be your only opportunity, but I certainly would love to have more of a dialogue um, with you. So feel free to, to have that dialogue. <laughs>